We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
everyone. Welcome to the Super Draft Lineup Building Show. Um, I'm Stevie TPFL, and I'm joined today, it's been a long time, um, by Andy Meansy. Meansy, what's up, my dude? What's up, man? It's been a freaking long time. I've talked to you a little uh, throughout baseball, just on Slack and stuff, and hang out with you at uh, Nashville for a little bit. But other than that, man, I feel like I feel like we're strangers now. I know, like, you know, you're you're heading up all this premium stuff. I do a lot of the, you know, morning grind free stuff. So um, excited to be able to do these shows with you this year for football. Uh, we'll be doing them. It sounds like it to be every other week. I'll have you and Grant kind of flip-flopping. And um, the, the site, Superdraft, if you guys haven't checked them out, it's superdraft.io. Uh, their app is really cool. Um, it makes it really easy to, you know, build lineups over there with their app on the iOS uh, if you haven't checked them out, use promo code Grinders. That way, you get that free ten bucks once you make your first deposit over there. Take advantage. Free money is free money. Like let, let's just anytime you can get free money, you take advantage of it. But um, week one on Super Draft for me went really well. Um, you know, it went kind of how me and Grant kind of expected it to go last week when we did this show, Andy. People were trying to plug in those top end options and not taking advantage of those multipliers. And yeah, some of those guys hit, but the multipliers really, really beat them up. And, um, you know, I think that's how I'm going to approach it again this week. Yeah, I, I've, uh, I did not play on Super Draft week one, but I've been digging into it today since I've been doing this show with you. And I mean, I could see how just that little bit of a difference of their structure could kind of not scare people away, but just make them because like when we think of a salary cap game on other sites, it's an obvious way you have to build. You only get so much money, but this I think is so different and so new. There's not much content out for it. I think there's, I do think there's a little bit of an edge and, and uh, from what you told me, it sounded like games were pretty soft. So it sounds like it's a good time to get in. Yeah. Games were pretty soft. Um, already got my first with, withdrawal over there. So it was a good week one um, playing on house money now. And, you know, when we look at it, I, I just pulling up the, the scoring before we get into the, the lineup building part of the show, just to kind of refresh everybody that was watching last week. Rushing touchdowns, passing touchdowns, um, or rushing touchdown, receiving touchdowns are six points. You know, passing touchdowns are four. There are bonuses of two points for 100 yards or receiving or rushing and, and 300 yards passing. But the big thing here is it's a half point PPR. So, you know, you could really take advantage of those multipliers to take advantage of the, the only half a point um so you know the scoring it's really close to Fanduel scoring plus the bonuses so um I, I like it it was just different Andy. you know there's not really a lineup builder out there for it or anything like that so you know i made like 25 to 30 teams by hand and i did a lot of it on the app and you know it was just easy to do there was a lot of overlay a ton of it like it overlaid a ton and i expect it to overlay again this week yeah if you have if you have that combined with the fact that there's going to be an innate edge just because of what well, I said, like a lack of content out there combine those two things, man, that sounds like a, that sounds like a no brainer to get some, at least get a little bit of money over there and try it out, see if you like it. And uh, who knows, maybe it's, maybe it's something you stick with throughout the season. It overlaid half, like over half, like it over, I think it over ended up overlaying like 71 grand of the 125. So like it was almost, it was a, it was almost a double up with, top end heavy prizes so it was it was it was one of those things where i wish i built more teams over there because i just ran out of time that's, that's a dream I, that's a dream a double up uh with a top heavy payout structure <laughs> double up with 20k up top like that, that's, that's like right up your alley isn't it there that's we like, go 
I can build cash game lineups there this week and be cool. Yeah, there you go. You build cash lineups in the tournaments. And, you know. yeah. <laughs> so we're going to we're gonna get started here. We're going to do the same thing we did last week with Grant. Um, we're going to start with a cash-type build. It's, it's, it's Wednesday. Like, this is probably not the cash lineup that I'm going to end up on. We're still waiting on news on some running back injuries. So let's start with quarterback. Last week, it was really easy for me. Jared Goff was 2X last week, and I just played him. Like, you just took the 2X. I love Pat Mahomes, Watson, all those guys. But when we're looking at quarterback, we have to be taking these multipliers instead of taking those top-end guys, right? Yeah, I mean, Mahomes is at one. So that's <laughs> that, that is going to be a little difficult to swallow there because uh, you have – you know, a lot of this too is going to depend on like the AB status. Like I have no idea what's going to happen. It's like even because Brady's at 1.45, I'd be interested there. Maybe like Derek Carr uh, against the Chiefs, I believe. So, I mean, that he's at 1.95. That's kind of where I'd be looking. Yeah, um, I, I like that one. I like Brady too. Pretty safe here. Um, that that my, my Dolphins look terrible. Like Ooh. there's no other no other way to say it. Like. I feel like there's some good cash game options too, or uh, tournament options, but Derek Carr against Kansas City, 1.95x, like sign me up. I, I know when we look at Oakland from the first week, they tend they tended to run the ball more than they passed. They were one of the only teams that were 50% plus run over pass in week one. I don't want to get into this whole overthinking week one type thing like we know that Kansas city defense is not the best. And we know that Kansas city is going to run a ton of plays and they play at a pretty fast pace. So I'm with you. I think Derek Carr first look is in my cash lineup right now. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I'd be doing for sure. Um, looking at some of these other, these other multipliers like uh, Trubisky as at 1.75, I'd be a little interested in him there in tournaments. They passed a lot uh, in week one. Obviously, that game was a, a slugfest, but I think if we can expect that type of run-pass distribution from them, uh, he'd be fine. And, and, you know, he can always always get you there with his legs. But, yeah, if I'm, uh, if I'm building a cash game lineup right now, uh, Wednesday at, what, almost 4 Eastern, I'm probably putting in Derek Carr. Yeah, you got to look at it this way, too. If Carr goes out and puts up 15, He's almost scoring 30, where if, if if Mahomes goes out and puts up 20 to 25, which he could put up more than that. I'm not saying that he can. I'm not saying Carr's only going to put up 15. But getting that multiplier, I, I think that, um, you know, you have to take advantage of it. And, like, I like the spot for Russell Wilson, 1.45. I like the spot for Lamar Jackson, but I just don't like the multiplier, 1.2. You know, those, those two teams played really fast. Like, Arizona played at an extremely fast pace on Sunday, and I think that we're not going to see them back that down too much. We're going to see Arizona play at a fast pace. So, appeal, opposing quarterbacks' offenses are going to be appealing against um, Arizona all year. Yeah, and I want to ask you kind of just a general question since you've had, a, a, you know, a week of experience playing on this. How can, can you get a – uh, a feel for how they how they do these multipliers is do they it's kind of like their pricing algorithm i guess from other sites but like how how are they coming up with these do you do you see any any rhyme or reason to what they're doing i think uh, from what i've seen so far especially last week and this week is your studs are all going to be close to that one like one x like they're 
they're making you make the decision on do I want to play a Patrick Mahomes or do I want to play a guy that's going to get a multiplier and you know Watson's up there as well he wasn't on the main slate last week so it was tough to really judge but like even if we go over to running back like Zeke Elliott Barkley um, all those guys are right at that one to 1.1 1.2 like from what I've seen so far the guys that are getting the higher multipliers are not the best players in the world or in tough matchups. Like Aaron Rodgers, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, 1.65 because he's facing Minnesota. Like that's actually kind of appealing for tournaments just because he's Aaron Rodgers and he's the goat. Yep. I agree with that. Um, As we get in, you know, I don't know when we'll get into running back, but I will see one. That's a kind of a, we both agreed before the show, kind of a, a missed, a missed multiplier, I guess, if we can coin that phrase. Um, but yeah, like the, the bonus thing too, since this kind of, uh, since that factors that in, if a B's, if a B is playing, I think Brady is, uh, probably my favorite tournament play on the slate. Cause he's kind of right in that middle ground, almost at 1.5 multiplier. I would, I think he's my favorite on the slate. Cause I think he'll get that bonus easily. It's the dolphins. Yeah, we'll get, we'll build a, a turn, a couple tournament teams here in a few minutes. Um, but let's. Let's move on over to running back. And, you know, you kind of pointed this guy out to me. So I'll, I'll let you just roll into, you know, the guy that you feel like is kind of underpriced here. Yeah. I mean, Damian, Damian Williams uh, is at a two multiplier. And I mean, say what you want about, about Shady, about what they're going to do with him. But it's, it's, it's one of the best running backs on their team in the, uh, in the highest scoring offense in the league, probably. So I think that's just a, uh, an error i mean I, I i keep wanting to say misprice man i don't know what i don't know what to say i don't know if that's what i should say we'll just um, say misprice yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's mispriced i think he's the first probably the first guy i would put into a cash game lineup at any position yeah like for sure um you know that that's obviously one of the top guys um at, at two he was 2x right yeah he's 2x yep like 2x 2x running back you know sign me up like you know there, there's nothing nothing stopping me from that one right no way he's one i'm sorry he's i'm sorry he's not 2x he's 1.4 i miss i miss looked i looked at a wrong day i was looking at damien harris my bad okay i was gonna say i was like i, I just pulled him up and he's 1.4 so let, let let's um let's rethink well, that now, Andy. cut cut it and let's go back and edit it, this out Devin. um yeah so still at 1.4 i'm not gonna call him a cash game lock but I still, I still like him. I mean, he's he's a little higher than those other guys that you're mentioning, like the Zeeks, the Saquons. Uh, but yeah, I I was looking at it earlier. I I was looking at what Damian was. I looked at Damian Harris, not Damian Williams. Error on my part. My bad. So one of the things that you know I, I noticed in week one on Super Draft when I was looking at the top teams, I always like to analyze new sites and like what won. And a three-person stack with. Um, with the with the massive multipliers ended up winning like Hawkerson was in the lineup and he had a 2x and obviously he had a big game but like Eckler who had a 1.75 who was he was 29% owned and Mark Ingram was 1.9 um who was 28% owned like they were obviously there um the guy that stands out to me at running back this week cash games and tournaments kind of pairs with my quarterback in this Kansas City game Jacobs 1.7 we, we we just got done talking about how Oakland ran the ball he looks like the real deal Andy and this 1.7 seems very very appealing 
Yeah, man, he's touched the ball a ton, played a bunch of snaps. Uh, obviously, I mean, he's, I think he's kind of going to put himself into that bell cow uh, category. And yeah, man, I don't, I don't think I have much disagreement with you there considering, uh, considering his multipliers is approaching too. I think I will say what <laughs> I'll say about him, but I was saying about Damian Williams. I think he's the guy to, to start lineups with. Yeah, and like you got to remember, it's a half point PPR. So like, if all all I need Jacobs to do is find the paint, and if I'm expecting the Raiders to score three plus touchdowns here against Kansas City, which it's kind of what I'm projecting, I, I like the idea of three plus touchdowns here for Oakland. I'm getting one point nine five, one point seven on Jacobs, and trust me, we're going to talk about Tyrell um, Williams as well because. All the Oakland guys on this site are, I wouldn't say, they're underpriced, if, if we're going to use that term. They're, they're underpriced. So, looking at, like, an RB2, um, I think in cash games, we, we look for somebody that's really strong kind of in this mid-tier. Um, what's your thoughts here on, like, a Brita, depending on that injury, um, Johnson, Mack? Um, what do you like here in the mid-tier? I like um... – I like David Johnson at 1.65. I like James Conner at 1.45. Those would be guys I'd be interested in. Um, carry on Johnson at 1.5. Uh, Aaron Jones at 1.5. I think those guys would all be in the conversation. If I'm uh, putting in, if I'm putting in, what do we have? We have one, we have two running backs and a flex. So we're at past Jacobs. If I'm putting in this, if I'm putting in this cash game lamp today, I'd probably go uh, Connor. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, too. Um, I, I think it's really close between Connor and Mac, but I, I'm taking the workload of Connor. Um, just knowing, like, I, I think you can make an argument, too. Like, if you're not playing Brady, I think you can make an ar argument for Michelle. Like, he's 1.4. Miami's terrible. I think New England tries to potentially run the ball a little bit more this game against Miami. Um I don't know. Like that New England team, they didn't have any trouble against Pittsburgh, so they could go out here and put up 40 against the the Dolphins easily. I'll be curious to see how they treat this game because you know in years past you've seen you've seen them kind of go in fu mode and run up the score and they don't really care. You've seen other years where they they just want to get out with wins. They just, I mean, they just want to get to the playoffs as healthy as possible. So we'll see like if they really put if they really stomp them, you could see a second half where you see a ton of Michelle. So uh, I, I agree with that. I, I think, and even so, like they could, they could move the ball through the air a bunch and he could still score in the first half, just getting stuff at the goal line. So I think he, uh, I think he's perfectly fine. I play him in cash games at his 1.4 multiplier for sure. So for, for the sake of this one, um, do we go Connor or do we go Michelle? Uh, let's go Connor. All right. Yeah. I think I'm leaning Connor a little bit too um defending like like you said though like obviously it depends on ab a little bit too because if ab doesn't play and all this stuff comes down or whatever um then i think michelle's even a little bit more interesting there on a half point ppr site so looking at wide receiver now obviously hopkins um all the way at the top you know thomas all the way at the top ab at the top um is there anybody at the top worth looking at, or are we just going to continue to take these multipliers and, and to start to look in like 1.4 plus? Uh, maybe Juju, maybe Devontae Adams. Those guys are kind of up at the top, like they're 1.2, 1.25-ish. Uh, I would be, have a little interest in those guys. Thomas would probably be my other one. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm still – I have interest in those guys, but I would probably still look at some at some multipliers. Um, you know, I have no idea what to expect out of A.B. if he plays. Uh, who knows if he gets a full complement of snaps if he even plays. Uh, I mean, I would love Edelman if he if he doesn't play. So there's a, still a lot of there's still a lot of uncertainty with that situation in general. Um, but to answer your question, I guess I guess I would have interest in Juju at the top. Yeah, I think Juju would be the guy too at one point too. Um, what do we know about his uh, injury situation? What does he have a toe? Yeah, they said that it doesn't sound like it's serious. I, I think he plays. I don't think it's anything like crazy. I think that. They were getting they were getting stopped by thirty points. Yeah. So, I, I think Juju is a guy that's like at the top of my list for like a bounce back week. Sammy Watkins got kind of a, a increase here. Um, he was I think like one point nine, one point seven in that range uh, last week, and he's all the way up to one point two five. Just kind of scrolling down here. Kenny Galladay is interesting, depending on what happens um, with the situation for the the Chargers cornerback injury, in, you know, information. So um, that would be what I'd be looking at if, if you know, if, if a guy like John Brown can, wasn't it John Brown? Was it John Brown that, you know, that was it Buffalo Chargers? Why can't I think of that now? What are you talking about, an injury or what? Oh, no, Crowder. No. What, what are you? The Chargers? Oh, no. Colts. Colts, T.Y. Hilton. Yeah. yeah, Chargers played the Colts. Yeah, so you'll have to see, like, the injury news as far as the Chargers secondary goes for, uh, like, a Kenny Galladay play here at 1.3. Um, you know, Edelman's a little interesting, even at half-point PPR, if AB doesn't play at 1.3. Uh, is there anybody, like, once we get down to, like, 1.5 plus that we'd be looking at here for cash games? 1.5 plus? Uh, maybe, like, Marvin Jones. Um Again, I'll go back to the AB. It will follow the news on him because he's 1.65. I'd have a, a lot of interest there if he is going to play somewhat close to a full complement of snaps because I got to imagine they'd try to get him integrated quickly. So those guys would be fine. Um, yeah, that's about it. I don't I don't love a lot uh, as you as you work your way up the multiplier scale. I have a question for you. Um, I know this is a cash game bill, but I just have a general question for you about this for tournaments. Like, a guy like DeAndre Hopkins, who's at one, like he could, I mean, and he's going against Jacksonville. Like if you're making a bunch of tournament lineups here, do you even include him? Like, cause like, what are the chances? Like he's on a winning tournament lineup at one, like he'd have to just go absolutely bonkers and no one else like do much. So the winning team from last week, the the highest multiplier was 1.4 or lowest multiplier was 1.4. Yeah. Um, and it was Dalvin Cook, who we know had a monster game. Like, the winning team last week was Stafford, who was 2X. Uh, Eckler was 1.75. Cook was 1.4. Marvin Jones was 1.65. Djax was 1.95. Um, Boinkin was 2 point, or 2X. Hawkinson was 2X. And Mark Ingram was 1.9. I think that's just a huge edge because people are going to make these lineups and be like, I don't have any, like, stud or – uh, any you know high end running back or superstar, they're just gonna see it and they're like, I don't, I'm not, I'm gonna play someone else because they can. They can play. You can play literally anyone you want. I think that's a huge edge in this format. Yeah, it's not a salary cap either. So yeah. like you know, people are gonna plug in those top end guys just because. Yeah. Hey, I can play. I, I can play Hopkins and, and and you know Michael Thomas and Antonio Brown all on the same team. Yeah, yeah, you can do that, and you know those guys can score thirty. But, like, 
all I need is a guy that's one point, you know, seven to score twenty, and I, I'm crushing your your one X guy. Exactly. That's um, a huge edge, man. I, I think I think that's uh, that makes this format really interesting. So the guy that stands out to me, I know it's a tough matchup. Don't get me wrong, but the guy that stands out to me is Larry Fitzgerald, one point six five. He just continues to say, hey, I'm not retiring. Like he just continues to be the absolute beast that we know of that we know of. And like, I'm not worried about Arizona, Uh, even in this matchup against Baltimore, they're going to go out and they're going to play super fast. And when we're looking at it, they played 88 plays last week, like 88 plays, like snaps. Like I know that game went into overtime and like, obviously you have to factor in that, but they passed 64 times and they used four wide receiver sets. Fitz played 61 of 64 snaps in week one. Like he's 1.65. If he gets seven plus targets here, we know he's going to catch, you know, if not five or six of those, like he just seems like a really high floor play. No Jimmy Smith for Baltimore. He got hurt last week. Like this seems like a really good spot to trust Fitz. Yeah, and it's one of those things where I know I saw the coach was saying that, yeah, well, we were in that that formation a lot because we were behind. And I think this team wants to throw anyways. And if they're behind again for whatever reason, guess what? They're going to throw again. So I think this is uh, I think this is a prime spot to attack Fitz and some other and some other pass catchers in that in that uh, in that pass in that receiving corp. So yeah, I'm on board with you. What'd you say, Fitz was it his multiplier? One point six five. One point six five. Yeah, like yeah, that's. Even in a tough matchup, I think I, I'd consider playing him in cash. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw him in there. I'm just like I, I just love the multiplier game. Um, t- Fifteen points at that multiplier, Andy. We're looking at you know twenty four, twenty five points. Like you know that, that's fine with me, you know, especially especially a wide receiver. Um, Did we talk about the gazelle yet? I know you referenced him when we were talking running back. No, we haven't talked about him yet. We can. That, that was the, that was that's where I was going next. Like, we know where this is going with Oakland, and like, I don't even hate stacking here in cash. Like, oh, the, the multipliers are awesome, man. When what's Waller's uh, got a pretty nice one too, right? Yeah, he has a nice one too. Like, I don't know if it's because they they played later in the week, but there's a good chance I stack Oakland in cash. Just oh my god, Waller's got a two. Oh my god. Yep. I would play four of them in cash. Yeah. Like, and I have no issues with that going up against Kansas city. Like, you know, obviously I think like Derek Carr would be the guy that like I could potentially move off of to make it only a three, but like, (laughs) I'm just going to play him if I'm playing the other guys. (laughs) Yeah. Like if I'm playing three other guys, like Stevie, this, this week two is built for me to play on super draft because if it's going to overlay, I could play a cash game lineup in a tournament but my cash game lineup is going to be stacked with Raiders. So I might as well just move all my action over there. There you go. Like you're, you're loading up. Um, all right. So we're going to put Williams in here. We need one more wide receiver. Um, I don't hate the idea of Juju, but we have Connor in there. I don't love both of them because we're not getting like, we're not getting 1.7 X um, type multipliers on those guys. I think that, we could potentially look at like one of these 1.4 guys um, because I feel like we have some safer options in there. Um, like an Amari maybe. Yeah. Cooper is kind of who I was thinking or Lockett. Um, okay. One of those two guys. I think that we could potentially see Seattle throw a little bit more in this game, but I kind of lean Amari just strictly because I know it's, 
we're working on small samples with week one, but that Dallas offense, the Dallas offense obviously looked like a different animal. Lockett, yeah, that he was doubled a lot, but I, that still worries me a little bit that he didn't see as many targets. So I kind of lean Amari on that. Yeah, you know, when we're looking at Cooper, I, I think that he he's a solid play. He had nine targets, six catches, um, over 100 yards. Like, you take that and you're at 13, you get the multiplier, you're right at 20. Um, I, I, I'm good with 20 points in cash. Like, if I get 20 from everybody with these multipliers, I feel a little bit better. Um, all right, let's swing on over to tight end. We, we've kind of already let the, the, the cat out of the bag here as far as, like, who you're probably looking at for cash games over on this site, but there are some options. Like if you don't want to go that route, like Jared cook at 1.6 seems like a really strong play. Um, That offense we know is going to throw the ball a lot. I faded Kelsey last week on super draft and I will probably likely fade him and Kittle again. Kittle makes me a little bit more nervous than Kelsey does. Yeah. I mean, I don't hate Kelsey here just because of the Tyreek situation and because it is more of a touchdown dependent uh, scoring system. So I could see he, I could see getting away with that, but I would, I still, it's almost like the, it's almost like the multipliers here kind of give you a little bit of a safety net. They can kind of like uh, kind of just bail you out a little bit. So, yeah, I mean, if I'm going to build a tournament lineup, uh, I probably would not put, if I'm like building one tournament lineup, I probably would not put Kelsey in it. I would do a Waller. I would do a, a Vernon Davis, probably. Um, that's those two would be who I'd be looking at. But yeah, that's those, those are scary fades at, at, at tight end, man. Yeah, like honestly, like I, I think you can play tight end. Would be a position that if I'm going to play a one X guy, it'd probably be tight end. Yeah. So I don't want to. I don't want to say I'm going to fade them, but I will be very underweight on Kelsey and Kittle. Um, Ingram is really interesting too. This guy's coming off of a 14 target game. We know that they don't really have a ton. We don't know the status of Shepard. Like, Ingram could be another guy that, like, sees double-digit targets in back-to-back weeks as a tight end. And I'm getting him at 1.3 compared to getting Kelsey at 1. Or 1.0. Yeah, I, I, I would be fine with him even if uh, Shepard plays. They obviously want to get him involved, uh, kind of be a, a focal point of their offense. So he would be someone in that kind of mid-tier I'd be – I'd be fine with um, trying to see. See, I don't love. Yeah, how many do you have the? Uh, do you have the anything pulled up on targets from last week? How many targets did Cook see? Do you have that in front of you? Um, yeah, I watched that most of that game, and his usage was a little lower than I thought it'd be. He had three targets. Yeah, if he's still at one point six. That helps you out a little bit, and I do think that might have. I would think going forward, he's kind of more in the. I don't know, more of the five to six range. So. I think that might be a good opportunity to kind of buy low on them on this site. I think that's the biggest thing with week two. And, you know, we're going to record the morning grind later tonight for football, and I'm going to talk about it. But, you know, I'll go ahead and give you guys a preview. Like week two for me is taking advantage of the guys that kind of busted in week one that people are going to be off of because we played them in week one for reasons. And the people that we played that kind of busted, I feel like you just go right back to the well on some of these spots. And Jared Cook would be one of those guys like, they, they had some schemes for, for Hill, uh, like the backup quarterback. And, like, Taysom Hill's a beast. Don't get me wrong. But, like, Jared Cook is just a, a better athlete when it comes to catching football. So, I think that they got a little cute. And I think they, they, they see – we see a little bit more Jared Cook action this week. Taysom Hill tilt Twitter is one of my low-key favorite Twitters. 
Like, <laughs> people just hate him. Well, <laughs> put him at put him as a wide receiver, and we let a, let us play him or something, and I think we we tilt less, right? Yeah, yeah. That mean that Breeze got hurt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he'd come in and throw. Um, you know, just kind of looking at this, you know, looking at targets and looking at you know opportunities and stuff. Um, I was looking to see, like, obviously, like Waller is just he's your guy in cash. Um. I don't hate the all Oakland build, to be honest. Like, why would you? It's awesome. <laughs> like, you're getting you're getting a matchup with Kansas City, and it's just like, oh man, like it's just insane. So, and maybe they um, have little little chance to keep it closer if uh, with with Tyreek out, you know. So, man, it's uh, it's a appealing build on uh, Superdraft. Um, yeah, we'll we'll get into some some tournament um, potential tight ends here in a little while, but there is one guy that I wanted to bring up. It was Tyler Eifert. Um, He's coming off of a game where we kind of knew what was going to happen with him. They drafted a blocking tight end. They were going to use him more in the passing game. And, you know, he's coming off of a six-target game. I know Cincinnati threw a lot in that game, but I I think that San Francisco-Cincy game has some sneaky potential this week. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I also – I mean, we might as well – while we're on tight end real quick, we might as well talk about the Hunter Henry thing and go and look and see what they're – because I don't know if they're going to pick up anybody off the – street or anything but what do we got here with their backup situation Virgil Green is what I'm seeing yeah Virgil Green would be the backup and what's he at over here he's at a 2x yeah 2x yeah so I mean I don't know that he's never really been a huge part of any pass or any pass attack on any team he's been at least just off the top of my head so I don't know you have any interest in him if he's he's going to be their number one tight end I think I have more interest in the wide receivers than than I do in Green but it's a two X tight end. If he finds the end zone, you're, you're, you're already at 12 points with no catches and no yards. So <laughs> it's two yeah. X like I, I, these multipliers, man, like how many people are really going to play green on a, on a non-salary cap site is the other question you have to ask yourself. Yeah. Obviously he'll be used on salary cap sites because he's probably min salary across the industry and he's facing Detroit, but you know, green is a guy like, nobody's going to play here. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested for sure. What about Mike Williams in at 1.6 at wide receiver? Yeah. Like Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, both those guys. Yeah. I, I, I'd like Mike to Mike Williams in tournaments, obviously kind of more of a, a big play touchdown dependent type of guy, but that's kind of what the scoring system reflects here. You want, you want a little more touchdown equity there. So I wouldn't mind some Mike Williams in 1.6. Yeah. If Williams is good to go injury wise like he'd be a guy that i'd be looking at in all formats over there at 1.6 yeah. with them being so touchdown dependent and you know henry's coming off of a game i think he had what six targets so like it's not like they weren't trying to use hunter henry it's just or he had five targets but all right uh flex position for cash we've talked about a lot of a lot of plays here i'm gonna leave flex open because we kind of already went through everything uh running back i would look towards a running back for the flex just because of this scoring format um let's get into a tournament build we we've used half the show to kind of build a, a cash team here let's get into a tournament build is there a game just off the top of your head that's like standing out to you that you would potentially want to stack here um that we can look at building you muted your mic andy you rookie <laughs> am i not allowed to say chiefs oakland yeah, let's not let's not because we we spent a lot of time like that would be the easy game stack, right? Like, yeah, I mean, I 
Is it fishy to say Arizona Baltimore? No. I, mean, I, I love the pace. The pace projected for that game is is very interesting. Like that game opened at like forty one and a half, and it's up to forty six. Like it, it's being bet like massively to the over already. Yeah, I I don't I I for for whatever reason the the big spread doesn't scare me because like I said if it if it does play out the way that spread is saying and you know Arizona's down a, a score or two most of the game they're still gonna be chucking seeds man so I even if that means you play like Lamar and you play a bunch of like and you play Fitz you play David Johnson and 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 go that route I would I would like to stack that game up a little bit it's gonna get a little it gets a little weird though just because with Lamar you don't know who to pair him with. You probably have a pairing with Andrews. Yeah. I think 1.5. Um, all right, let's build a little Arizona-Baltimore game stack here. Um, I, I believe they call the Lamar Jackson-Mark Andrews stack the head chopper now. Is that is that what they call it now? Hey, listen, I'm good with that. Like, I, <laughs> he, had, he had the balls to do what I didn't, so good for him. Yeah. <laughs> I played a lot of Lamar Jackson naked, and that did not work out, so – um so all right let's build a arizona baltimore game stack we want to have murray or jackson um considering the multipliers like jackson's 1.2 and murray's 1.65 uh that's a tough one man uh i kind of say i kind of say murray but i don't I like know the I, multiplier like <laughs> yeah <laughs> i, 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 I wanna, like i almost kind of want to build out who we want at our like our skill positions and then come back to it maybe Let's do that. Um, yeah. Running back, like David Johnson's 1.65. We completely overlooked that when we were, you know, building cash. But, like, he, he would be the instant, like, if I'm building a game stack for this game, I'm taking advantage of that multiplier. For sure. And, you, yeah, I mean, Ingram's kind of cool there, too. He's at 1.4. I think that's a that's an easy a double up right there at running back spots. Yeah, like, if, if we get – if we get that, you know, four or five, six touchdowns from this game, now we're starting to, you know, knock in those. So I like Fitz. I like Kirk too. Like, you know, Kurt is a guy that 1.85. Like, yeah, like we're, we're getting really good. Like this is one of the things. Like if you're willing to play wide receivers or running backs in tougher matchups, you're going to get the multipliers, which I love. What's what are the uh, the rules for teams here? You know, like how many how many players you have to have from a certain team? I do not know that question. Good question. Are we we're, <laughs> we might find out here. <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Don't know. So let's take Fitz and Kirk. Um, yeah. Like th- with the multipliers, if we're just getting all the touchdowns, and then we talked about potentially playing Andrews at tight end. Um, I don't have any interest in the Arizona tight ends. They didn't use the tight end. Like I- I'm not worried about not having any interest in them. So. I would play Andrews with this stack and which I, I honestly, when you're building this team, I would probably play Murray yep. because I've, I've already put in three of his skill guys. Like you're yep. just hoping that Jackson doesn't get a rushing touchdown at that point. Yeah, I agree. And I don't know that multiplier just stands out to me. The 1.65 as much as he's going to throw. I, uh, def- I, yeah, I like Murray as we build this out. All right. Well, leaves you a wide receiver and a flex. Um, you know, if you're if you're looking at a, a build like that, there's another team that I wanted to talk about, and it's not because I'm a homer. <laughs> Let's talk Miami Dolphins. The reason that I want to talk Miami Dolphins here is we know Fitzpatrick has those games every once in a while, Andy, and we know New England. Their defense looked really strong uh, against um, Pittsburgh. They're going onto the road here. They're playing 
a Miami Dolphins team that's terrible. They've they've shipped off all their assets. Um, they're they're terrible. Like, don't get me wrong. But when we look at this as a whole, I'm look I'm looking at the multipliers. Like, I'm getting 1.8 for Fitzpatrick. I'm not worried about the whole running back situation. I think all those guys are terrible. But the guy that's standing out to me is Devontae Parker. He's a 2x. Like, I can make a little stack here. We joked last week. Me and Grant joked jokingly made a philadelphia washington game stack on this show last week and if i would have played that lineup it would have crushed so no no joking here like Devonte parker with a fitzpatrick getting 1.8 plus a 2x for Devonte parker like it's a it's a it's a mini little stack here that i kind of like just because of the multipliers yeah and if you like if you try to predict how that game's gonna go obviously the the chalky way would be that you know they get blown out but these guys need reps, man. They're not like Parker's still somewhat young. Like I think they're obviously there's going to be a certain point if that game does well that they're going to be taken out, but garbage time points still count count for fantasy points last I checked. So I think, uh, I think I'm kind of on board with you there. Who else looking at some other pass catchers here, Parker, like what's, uh, what's uh, Wilson at? He's at uh, 1.55. That's pretty decent. I mean, he's questionable though. So I, I think I'm kind of on board with you there. Yeah, and, like, even if you want to go to, like, a Williams, um, he's 1.75. Uh, the tight end situation, they're all 2X. Like, there's there's ways that if you're if you're building – and, like, you could build this as a New England stack with, like, a Brady um, and just run it back with the wide receiver and tight end from Miami, hoping that they get up so much in that game. It doesn't matter. Like, if you don't trust Fitz to play the whole game, which I think is the biggest concern with Fitz – then you run it back. You just run back your New England stack with, you know, some of these guys, like, and they make a ton of sense just because of the multipliers. I find the paint at all on any of these guys. And, you know, Devontae Parker air yards in the first week were, were phenomenal. I don't know what made me think of this. I meant to say this off the top, but another added benefit of this site, in my opinion, no defense. Love it. No defense, no kicker. Like just Love it. all the offense. Yes. All the offense. Andy, all right. Um, I just wanted to get my Miami Love stack out there. Um, let's build another tournament team here. Where where do you want to start here with this this other tournament team? Like, just you know, first look. I think personally, uh, one of the ones that kind of stand out to me here is Garoppolo. But the only issue with him that you run into is here you don't really want to play Kittle because of the multiplier. But Garoppolo is one point six five here against Cincinnati. Yeah, I'd be fine to build that one out if you want. I kind of would like to – I'd be interested to build out a Seattle-Pittsburgh one just because yeah. we we talked about Ju- Juju and Connor a little bit. We talked about Lockett, so. That's more fun. Uh, we'll we'll do quarterback last again. Carson's 1.4 uh, and Connor is 1.45. Like, obviously, you could play both of those guys. Um I have no issues playing both of those guys. I would – yeah, I would, I would put those – both in it for game second this do a juju and a locket maybe like a advanced mcdonald at tight end and i think that may maybe go ben what's the uh what's ben's 1.4 and russ is 1.45 so yeah what would you be looking at besides locket as the uh as a as a seattle pass catcher metcalf probably yeah um i want touchdowns right like yeah. so metcalf would be a guy that's you know really interesting here He's not a guy that I think is going to be getting 15 targets a game, but I think he's going to get some red zone looks here. How how uh, far out would you go with this if you were a game stacking this on Super Draft? Um, 
because of the multipliers on like Juju, I, I think if I was game stacking this, um, I'd lean more towards leaving Juju off a stack and, and hoping that McDonald's get McDonald gets the touchdowns because like fans McDonald's two X. So I would leave off a Connor or Juju if I was building this stack, I think um, yeah. taking advantage of the multipliers, probably taking Russ just because I can pair him more here, I, I think. Um, and they're really close. So I, I think that's how I'd be building this team more as um, more as a game stack on the Seattle side, hoping that, this Pittsburgh defense really is just not that good. Yeah, I would agree with that. Love the Vance at two, uh, at the two multiplier. I love pairing both those running backs. Uh, I don't love it as much as the Oakland KC stack, though. <laughs> no, that Oakland, KC, that Oakland KC, KC stack is going to be pretty popular, I would think. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. When you again, when you can just play all those studs, like uh, last week, we let Chat tell us a game to stack and that's where the the philly um oh the philly washington game stack so i'm gonna i'm gonna throw it to chat i'm gonna let you guys pick a game that we're gonna game stack um here and i'm just gonna kind of i was kind of interested like going through maybe one of these uh, older teams um i was trying to find like ownership on some of these guys like some of the top end running backs so zeke last week at 1x andy was only 2.4 percent owned okay so, like, Tyreek Hill was 1.25, and he was 8% owned. So, I think people caught on pretty good. Kelsey was 11% owned at 1.1x. Um, just kind of scrolling through some teams here. Thielen was pretty chalky, 42% owned at 1.5x. Yeah, yeah, that's that's to be expected, I guess, at that multiplier. Any – what were some – you said some other obvious ones, like Ingram was one9 well, yeah, I'm what? trying to, I'm trying to find an Ingram team. I was curious with that. Ertz was the chalk tight end over there last week. He was 1.5 x. Um, he was like 36 percent owned. Fournette was really popular over there. He was 34 percent owned. He was 1.45 x. All right, we're getting a lot of a lot of mixed games here. Um, <laughs> Whatever one is uh, is duplicated is the one we're going with. First one that duplicates? Yeah. All right. Um, I do not of, want to do Titans Colts. I'll say that much. You just open it up like they're going <laughs> to. Yeah, right. <laughs> there we go, Devin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, got troll, we got a troll in the chat. His name's RG Producer. Yeah. Like, we could always hit this leave meeting button and, like, really, <laughs> really mess him up here. Um <laughs> You know, for for S's and G's while we wait, let's build that San Francisco Cincy stack just because there's a lot of multipliers in that game in general. And it's kind of interesting because if you get one of those Washington-type Philly games from week one, not saying it's going to happen every week, but every one of those Washington guys last week were like 1.75 plus. So actually this is the game that we got to, or it's the same person, but it is a team that we have to, but like looking at this, Andy, like Grapple and Dalton, 1.65 and 1.8. Like we're getting high multipliers from our quarterbacks. If we go over to running back, Mixon's very questionable. And if he sits, like Giovanni Bernard becomes your cash game play over there on Super Draft because he's 2X. Breed is 1.5. Like 
I'm already liking this stack for a game stack because of the multipliers. Yeah, if you keep going, at least to the Cincinnati guys, Ross is at 1.75. Uh, Boys at 1.45. Those guys just like swallowed up targets last week. They're both double digit targets, I believe. So, yeah, man, you're, you're kind of selling me on this. This is a, this is definitely going to be a, a stack that I build. Like a hundred percent, will have a stack from this game. Um, and like, if I'm doing it, I'm probably not playing Kittle. I'm probably playing Eifert and hoping Eifert scores at one point eight five. But I I don't hate even playing Kittle in this stack. Yeah, the uh, I would pro- I would probably be okay with it because if if you think people are catching on to to the multiplier thing, maybe he doesn't come with a ton of ownership. And man, like the when you look at the targets from the Niners guys from last week, it's, it's scary past, past Kittle. Like they're just really spread out. So uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe with, um, with Coleman out a little bit, I mean, I, that'll spread it out, uh, condense it a little more, but the, the San Francisco side of that scares me a little bit to the point where if I am game stacking, I'd probably go Kittle. Yeah. Like Devo is kind of interesting. He played a ton of snaps um, in week one, like <laughs> Pettis, like where was Pettis? Uh, I think a lot of people have, a lot of people were asking that, but like Goodwin, you know, these guys are, I like this game stack. Goodwin's two X. Like this is, a, this is a good, good job chat. Like this is a good one. Like, the, yeah, this is the one you like throw, like you're talking, we were talking about earlier, you throw a week one out the window and you just don't really pay attention to the small sample of that and you just i don't know bet on talent bet on previous years usage uh preseason usage things like that just kind of think what guess what's going to happen going forward and don't worry too much about week one especially on this san francisco side so like go with the good one go debo uh because their multipliers are just so good for this format so i will say i probably wouldn't play pettis you play two snaps like yeah i would not play pettis like i, I don't get it uh, i think pettis proved himself last year but um if uh, Pettis is the highest multiplier, like, or the lowest multiplier. So it's fine with me. <laughs> give me Debo and, you know, give me Goodwin um, at, at the high multipliers. So man, this is a, this is a good one, Andy. I like this one. This is good job, chat. Hey, if you want to get any sort of consolation on uh, Pettis, he played two snaps. We have one target. So if that ratio keeps up. <laughs> Funny. If he gets four snaps, we're getting up to two targets now. Oh man. Um, so yeah, I, I, I like, I, I will say like last week I went individually each game hand by, Oh, look at this, Andy. Hold on. My notebook's right here. I went every game last week. Let me, let me find it. And I, I highlighted the multipliers that I liked for each game for each player that were kind of standing out. So if you put in the work here, I feel like this site does have an edge. Yeah, I did. And we, and you kind of just, somewhat glossed over it when we were talking about this game stack, but Geo is 2X, man, if no mixing. Yeah, locketing all formats. Yeah, like he would instantly be that cash game player. Yeah. Uh, like, Brita is interesting in cash too, just because, like, since he doesn't have a great defense and he's 1.5, um, you know, even Mozart is a guy. He's 2X, so, like, he's an interesting tournament play uh, because they're going to use him if, if if with Coleman out. Yep. Yeah, yeah, man, this is a good one. I like this one a lot. The other game last night when I was, like, going through, um, like, the Houston side doesn't have any multipliers, but the Jacksonville side against Houston, if you, if you want a, a tournament flyer, like, a lot of these guys um, have massive multipliers here. So, that what's was this, one of the ones. 
What's this Noel Rams Saints one real quick? The, we, like Malcolm Brown's at 2X. All right. That's a decent one. Um, oh, yeah, that's a nice 4 o'clock game too. So let's, you know, we'll, we'll start with quarterback. Jared Goff was 2X last week. It was phenomenal. Like he, he just – he was your cash game play. You didn't even think twice about it. Like you played him or Stafford because they were both 2X. So glad that he's not 2X this week. But um, I'd probably be looking more at the skill positions here. Be careful if you're stacking this when you just click the game because M. Thomas is sticking up there at the top at 2X, and he is for the Rams. He is not the M. Thomas you're thinking of. But, yeah, I like the Malcolm Brown call, 2X. Um, <laughs> the the touchdown equity's there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I, I'm very curious to see what goes on with that going forward. Like, I didn't see – I didn't – you know, I watched Red Zone on Sunday. I didn't see – if it was game situation or what, why, why he kept getting in for all those close carries. Did you see that one? No. Um, so like as football was going, NASCAR content oh, yeah. had to be done. So like, oh, yeah, I saw you randomly tweeting NASCAR stuff during NFL Sunday. So I figured you were on site. Yeah. So no, I wasn't actually on site. I was home, but they did qualifying like the same day uh, as the race. So like all the content, like it was, it was pretty messed up last week. So I'm excited this week to have a Sunday night race so I can watch some football on Sunday. Sure. So, um, you know, looking at this, this, this game too, when you're looking at like the wide receivers, like obviously, you know, you have your top end guys, but like Teddy Ginn played a role in that offense and he's 1.75. Like that seems really nice too. It was weird to see him uh, catching a bunch of balls close to the line of scrimmage. <laughs> I was not used to seeing that with him. Uh, but, I mean, that helps his fantasy value a little bit because, obviously, they're still going to want to sh- take shots downfield with them. Yeah, 1.75 is good. Uh, and I mean, they're, the three main Rams guys are 1.3. Not great, but, I mean, it's – it's if you catch the guy who has 120 yards and two touchdowns, you're, you're going to be fine there. So, uh, that's kind of an interesting one to stack that game and don't play Mike Thomas. I would kind of do that. I'd be on board yeah, I would do it just because if Gen finds the end zone, like at 1.75 um, or Smith, you know, we talked about the, the tight end situation. So, yeah. Yeah, the tight ends on this one is kind of gross. I don't know. What do we got? Oh, here? hey, Jared Cook, man. Yeah, yeah, we talked about him. Yeah, you're right. That's that's what I would do. Yeah, yep, that's the one. Give me give me some Jared Cook at 1.6. Like, I'll, I'll, play the, I'll play the, you know – Week one didn't happen game with Jared Cook and just stop on him. So, uh, Andy, we're done. It's fun. Like, uh, these lineup build shows are fun. Like, you know, obviously we spent a lot of time going position by position for a cash game build. But um, game stacks are interesting here, you know, especially if we're looking back at week one and looking at the team that took down the tournament. Um, it wasn't really a game stack per se, but it was, it was definitely a, a pretty stacked up lineup with Detroit. So, um taking advantage of the multipliers was what was successful in week one and i'm going right back to the well i'm going to be taking advantage of the multipliers here and you know if this becomes one of those like potential double ups uh with 20k up or 20k up top right um you know you you have to be interested here i know i'm interested man i'm gonna uh i'm gonna enter these for sure this week i i really like this format and i like the builds we've done so far so i'm on board man yeah, and like I said, the app on the iOS is really nice. It's really easy to use. So if you haven't checked them out, superdraft.io. Use the promo code GRINDERS. That way you get that 10 bucks. Uh, take advantage of it. We'll be back next Wednesday building some more teams for Superdraft. Hope everyone enjoyed the show. Hope everyone enjoys the website. Um, we have baseball 
coming up next i'm sorry i say this all the time i feel bad for you guys you go from like me and means to dean and pepsi it's terrible uh, and then kevin roth and cheese doing the um premium show crunch time at 6 15 so that's up next um hope everyone enjoyed we'll see you next week